Questionable, a podcast exploring religion, asking difficult questions, and encouraging honesty. You can join the conversation at thatsquestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or at thatsquestion01 on Twitter. Welcome to That's Questionable Podcast. Jim here with my friends Nathan and David. Yay, yay. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> How are you guys? Good. good. Yeah, really good. It's a weird day today. It's just rainy and chilly and. Oh, well. Second winter. Yeah, we've Dang had it. such nice weather here lately. And it's. Can't stand second winter. Yeah, and then every time you turn on the TV, it's about uh, Ukraine and Russia, and it's like, God, how how depressing is all that? Yeah, especially the fact that they've been shelling at civilians as they're yeah. trying to leave the country. I mean, what do you do with that? Yeah. I mean, I sounded horrible when I said that, though. It almost was like it was inconveniencing me that it's on the TV. <laughs> I did not mean I knew it. What like, you meant. I didn't mean it like that. I just <laughs> yeah. mean it's a horrible situation. That, yeah. Uh, it's I'm, hard to, yeah, hard to watch. a little bit of a news junkie, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's very, very upsetting. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, uh, rightfully so. I think it's good that it affects yeah. how you feel and how you think. And Yeah, it's all about me. No, I just meant, <laughs> I, I meant the, the, uh, you know, the, the, the larger you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if, it, if that didn't upset us, then we gotta, I think we have to check ourselves a little bit and see. Before I wreck ourselves. Yeah. 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 I mean, it just, it just baffles me how one man, I mean, this is just one man, uh, who's just decided to upset, uh, Everything. everyone's life on the entire planet. Yeah. 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 And, and then the, you know, the flip side is, uh, why does everyone on the entire planet allow this man yeah. to do that? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, and I welcome everybody. <laughs> hey, hey whoa, whoa. welcome to that's yeah. questionable. That's all of that is very questionable. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah. Other than that, you know, it's been going good. So it was a nice weekend. The weather was nice. So yeah. um, before before second winter started back up here, but um, yeah, yeah. I think um, I'm ready for some warm weather, but. Yeah, me too. We had a good weekend. Becca, our our youngest, turned eighteen. I think that maybe that uh, has a little bit to do oh, with sure. with my flatness mm-hmm. at the moment. It's just man, that that's just huge. It, uh, you know, she's eighteen years old. Wait till they turn twenty one. That will that will really get you. Yeah, yeah, it's just you know the whole. F- I, you know, just Tracy put some videos together and yeah. and just watching her grow right before your eyes and yeah. it goes so fast yeah it does yeah do you have a question jim i do have a question um kind of kind of uh continuation from from last week we last week's question is uh uh is god needy mm-hmm. and uh and i was thinking about it uh in a few days after we recorded and i was going man did we did we not talk about worship, and I, yeah. I, I think we, you said we alluded to it a little bit. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I, I, well, yeah. first of all, let me just address this: that I'm excited that we're in our first series. 
a, po- a podcast. <laughs> kind of like a sermon series. It's a podcast That's series. Great. Right. That yeah. is come back next yeah. week. Yeah, come back. Yeah. We will yeah, uh, next week we'll talk of, about no telling what. Yeah. Uh yeah, what what, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask a question. Yeah. Because it's questionable here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here's the question for this week. Why does God require slash crave praise? It's a great question. Yeah, I remember what I was going to say a minute ago was we did reference um, uh, the angelic beings or I guess... Uh, maybe not that, but maybe us. I can't remember what I said, but uh, about for eternity saying holy, 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 you know, and, right. and praising right. God in heaven. Uh, and then we talked about the rocks, you know, crying, crying out, which, you know, I don't know if that was yes. meant literally or not, but. Uh, yeah. yeah. If if we didn't praise him. Yeah. It, yeah, definitely. But. uh but anyway, I think that's a great, great question. Uh, why does he crave our praise? Yeah, and and, and often require it. I mean, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's a huge part of of religion of yeah. of uh, of how he's presented. Um, I mean, it's a big, big part of every service. Nathan, you you were involved in a a lot of worship music. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 I was. Yeah there there was a uh, there was a chapter. Uh, I think it's in Second Kings, Second Kings twenty, where uh, uh, I think it's Jehoshaphat was. Like uh, one of the, I'd have to go back and look what group it was, Medianites or something like that, were, were you know going to attack Israel, and they sent out the the praise uh, praise team. <laughs> I'm telling you, but they sent out the worshipers first uh, before they even sent out the army, and I, I just back in the day, I thought, man, what a what faith that was for them to do that. And then now I'm looking at it and saying, surely that can't be a literal story. I mean, surely, you know, we're talking about the rocks crying out. Well, what do you take literally? Uh, if that was an actual event, would God for victory, is that what God was calling them to do? Send out the, the worshipers first. Did that, is that what he required in that instance or? For victory to be even an option, well, it, it could only be God who delivered us. I think that was probably the, you know, the battle is. I think the, the exact words of the battle is is yours, not ours, or something like that. Uh, but uh, praise is such an important part component to the Bible. I mean, uh, it, uh, it probably enters every book in the Bible in multiple, multiple ways. It's kind of a continuing thread all the way through. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, I mean, you're the end times guy. That's what, right. What about Revelations? No, I know it's Revelation. But yeah, it is. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was going to have to correct you there. Correct me, yeah. Um, but, um, 
<clears throat> no, I think that it's it is a it, you know it's funny how it starts. The Bible starts all the sixty six books, and you know I realize we could people could get into an argument over the you know the the, the Hebrew Bible versus the entire Bible and <clears throat> everything, but you know it starts with two people in a garden that are supposed to be one with you know in unity with God you know praising God and being obedient and most of the praise I think was through obedience because obviously there was no such thing as you know sacrifice or anything yet um, there was no need um, and who knows they probably didn't even have any instruments you know if that if we're going by a literal like oh well I was just created out of dust four days ago I don't know maybe they did um, you know, maybe God created instruments at the same time. I don't know. Uh, it's up for debate. But well, um, he probably he. I think he created the Church of Christ first. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. Okay. That, the instruments came later when when everybody started to the, apostatize. The, the big rebellion came. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you know, and then everything goes to the very end where it's supposed to be kind of resulting back into the same thing. It's a garden esque. Um, um, scene where there's unity, uh, but the unity is mainly uh, out of the fact that everybody is worshiping God continually. Um, um, preferably, I guess, within the 12 tribes, the area of the 12 tribes that would be reestablished. You know, so <clears throat> you're right. So it's a theme that goes through the entire book of the Bible. The Bible uses worship music or praise music. Or just music to go into battle, mm -hmm. um, and um, and actually use music to to um, when the victories have happened. So it's 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 all the time. I don't know why God would constantly ask for that because, but also I would throw in there that you know the sacrifices are the same thing. I mean, I would think that God is is wanting all of that. That dedication, not through just music and worship, but also through the sacrificial systems that were came through the Hebrew Bible, uh, the Old Testament. But didn't didn't was it Paul that said it was uh, talking about sacrifice of praise? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, which I'm assuming. <clears throat> so, I, I don't know. I mean, it it's like it's like if you read the Bible. It was all just there to begin with, you know. There was there never seemed like there was ever a start, you know. It was always a it was always just a thing that was kind of understood that human beings would acknowledge God as the supreme being, yeah. as their creator, and so therefore, the only natural reaction would be to continually praise Him, yeah. partake in it, partake in that. Yeah. So. It, it, it it's who whoever wrote the Bible put it in there. So is so that's how you that's how you understood it for your whole life. Well, like, yeah, absolutely. So I would. Did say, you ever ask a question? You know, why is this? Or I never. No, I never really did. I just always asked, I I just always heard the conversations that if you're God. And you were made in him, his image, that the only natural thing to do would be to praise, praise God. Did, did, did it occur to you that he needed that 
require that of you or, or you just kind of understood it as, Oh, it's just what you do. I mean, how could I not like, like the rocks or, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm just compelled to do this from my spirit to, to his spirit, you know, something along those lines. And I think it's a little of all of that because, but that's the conversation that you have on the backside with believers. The front side is, is you have to, are you going to choose to believe in the sacrificial death of Christ uh, so that you could spend eternity in heaven? I mean, so, you know, you're making a decision based off of your own mortality (laughs) and what happens when that time comes and where would you spend eternity? Well, now after you've been scared into making that decision one way or another, now you're brought into, well, now you need to show that you're happy about it because it just comes natural that you have come into communion with your creator. You've accepted that sacrifice for your own sins. And so the, you, you kind of gave three options there. And I felt like those were all part of the conversation, but it was all based off of the fact that you had to make the right decision to be able to even get into th- that aspect of, we have to now praise God all the time, whether it we're drawn to it or we are supposed to do it. Um, you were already scared into that decision one way or another. Yeah. So your life becomes the worship. So are we making a yes. distinction at all between praise and worship and sacrifice or are they all really part of the same thing? Well, I feel like God is expecting it. All of that. I just was thinking like sacrifice was an Old Testament concept of, right. you know, you know, I would say that's how people acted back then. So that's what people did to show honor and praise, you know, or dealt with, you know, they kind of would deal with their own sin um, through that as a, as a symbol. You know, we get into modern day, modern day times. And of course, music has become a part of it. And worship music has taken over everything, but, you know, I also think that worship music is a great way to hypnotize people. Um, that sounded really bad when I just heard it, but I think that that was a part of that. Yeah. Yeah, It was a part of that for a long, long time. And, um, um, well, that's one of the things like what, what, if you read pagan Christianity, uh, the, the book, one of the things they talk about is the fact that a lot of these, a lot of worship songs and repeating and things like that, the repeating the lyrics mm-hmm. are almost just a worship version of a chant. Yeah. That is, that is yeah. very much, uh, not according to, to Frank Vowell. I mean, he was a Christian or is a Christian or, or whatever, but it was that, uh, even the worship that we do is based on is based on paganism, not based on yeah, you know the Bible. Yeah, and and I've had plenty of conversations with Christians that acknowledge that and read that book, mm-hmm. you know. But I would also say at no point in time this is, and so I guess I'm going a, a long distance to say, uh, um, I was a part of the worship community for a long time but at no point in time did i ever feel that god was i was feeling anything that was demanding of me to do it and in fact most of the time and when i say most i'm talking 99 percent of the time 
worship music was always to get people to feel better about themselves. You know, it was a way for people to, they, they, whatever, they had a bad week, they come into church, they do this music and they go, oh, I can give all of this up to God and I feel better now and let me praise God. And when reality, what they're doing is a therapy session to get rid of some of the problems and issues and taking a break from stuff for a while. Now, if you're on the Christian side of things, you'd go, yeah, that's right. That's what God does, you know, but if you're on the other side, you could go, well, you know, that's, that's, it's becomes a, um, I'm trying to be careful what I say. It becomes a very self-centered action to want to feel better about yourself. You know, you're trying the human mind and the human body is trying to find ways to deal with stress in life. And we all know that music is one way to do that. But mm -hmm. then, you know, you come together at this appointed time and it becomes an opportunity for people to be able to check out and disconnect, you know, from what they've been doing. And I think that, you know, I think that it, it's, um, you know. You know, nobody, I've never, I've never once seen any worship leader or person go, wow, God really enjoyed what we did today when we praised him. Yeah. I've never heard that once. Everybody always goes, wow, I felt really good Yeah, after we did that. Yeah. You know, I, I that, that was something I never, I, I, of course I'm not a musical person besides my, I mean, yes, you, you apart my guitar prowess. I'm not a very musical person, uh, and uh, and that was one thing I struggled with was in the worship part of why would God want this? And I would ask that question. It was usually explained to me that it's not for God; it's for it's for you. Well, that's great, but it's funny how you know we left the last church we were members of that we are all members of. We left that church, and I went. I visited other church churches to try to find another quote unquote church home, very churchy thing to say, and uh, it, it's amazing how similar the structure of the worship is. Usually, the first song is a little more upbeat. You can clap, kind of get you mm -hmm. energized a little bit, and you go into like a prayer time where you. So it's a little more solemn, and then and then that usually is preparing you the big thing is preparing you to give money mm -hmm. and during that there's some kind of usually some kind of uplifting thing then and then uh and then you know that prepares for the sermon and it's just amazing how they i think that churches and the worship part of churches is really designed not really to worship god i think it's really designed more to uh for people to give i think because they're they're trying to energize you. It's very manipulative of of how uh, the worship team or the pastor or the leadership of the church wants their service to go. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that that's been a – I think that that's been – I was going to say proven, but I think that that's obviously subjective. <laughs> it's widely recognized. <laughs> it's widely recognized. Thank you. Uh, you say the things that I'm thinking. Um, so, but I want to go back on, um, you know, obviously the question is, does God need, want, want, 
Prince. Why? Why crave. does he yeah, said I mean, crave? I think. So. Yeah, or crave, crave, or require. Um, yeah, I now, mean, I, and and my question is, is I don't, you know, I don't know. I see a lot of I see the books, the verses in the Bible that talk about God wanting that type of interaction. Um, they're also surrounded by verses that talk about, you know. Um, you know, destroying other nations, you know, or, um, there's always things that we would all go, Oh man. Yeah. If we could just leave that out of the Bible. So I don't, but then you start questioning if he's worthy of worship when you start thinking. Well, about yeah. And that's, that's, a, that's another hu- huge part of the conversation. But, but, um, um, I think the question needs to be asked, which Jim, you've brought up many times is, is, um, you know, why would an all-knowing and all-powerful God need to be praised for you know? eternity? Yeah, and you might have even brought it up in our last podcast that that um, you might have talked about the the that that I would say that that God is not has no purpose, but you would probably say it better than that. That that God would. I mean, it just seems like a completely insecure. There you go. That was what you had said. Yeah, insecure. insecure That's right. uh, God, I mean, it just that that, that just makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it does lead into uh, maybe an, maybe not another question, but maybe an answer. Um, Wait, we give out answers here? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, possible. It's <laughs> it it could be. Yeah. If you're a Patreon, there could be. <laughs> that's in the Patreon say. We don't have a Patreon. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But I mean, it it certainly. It certainly makes a a strong case for why uh, why Christianity, why Christians, why uh, are um, you know whatever other labels we want to put there, why that whole religious system is so insecure. Yeah, you know because they 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 are modeled after the God they created. Yeah, which is mm. just. Yeah. Uh, insecure and, you know, back to last week's topic and needy. Yeah. And whew, it just makes no sense to me whatsoever. Yeah. I, it, you know, the other thing too is it's, it's like, um, you know, the worship industry, I don't care. It's not even in the United States. It's in the entire world has become, I mean, a multi, multi million dollar business. And, you know, you would be hard pressed to think that that a that a God who is secure in himself um, and um, cared about the people and you know there was bigger things going on about the well being of human beings and their mortality and where things were going afterwards that he would allow allow I don't know allows a bad word but he would allow the one thing he demands of people to be turned into a business where tons of people are doing it to make money. I mean, if it was the old Testament and the, you know, times and we were doing that, I mean, you know, it's like, would, would store Walmart be selling altars or, you know, you know, Hey, here's your, here's this, you know, approved God approved lighter for your, for your altar, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, selling animals specifically for that, which I realize that I think they make mention in the Bible of that. But, um, 
I don't know. I see that as a huge problem, you know. Um, but again, I feel like is God craving worship, desiring worship? I don't really think God would crave that. I think human beings crave it um, because I think human beings ultimately feel like they need to be worshiping something. Well, and that's, you know, that's the saddest part is, is so often uh, how often we see church leaders uh, needing that and craving that and requiring that, you know, and and they, they um, justify it probably in their own hearts by saying, yeah, it's just, it's like God, God just, God needs that. God wants that. That's, that's, that's what he's like. I, you know, and it's, uh, I always understood worship just to be everything. You know, it it always was weird to me that this was called a worship time. Wasn't everything supposed to be, you know, your time, your, yeah. um, Everything you did. Yeah. It's like, you know, and, and for me, it was, it just meant appreciative, (laughs) you know, for, I, I try, I'm, I'm appreciating things, but it, but I sure, you know, there's, there was sure many times when, uh, when I was worshiping wrong. I was corrected. I was manipulated into changing the way that I was doing it, you know. Yeah, I remember that pastor saying one time that he complained about people during the worship songs having their hands in their pockets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he he, he wanted the hands to be up in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So maybe this is a new segment that we have here uh, called uh, What I Was Taught. So this is our our special premiere of What I Was Taught section. So what I was taught about this was uh, in Ezekiel 28, there's a a part of that. It's called Lament for the King of Tyre, but that's most, well, a lot of evangelical pastors will translate translate that into, uh, it's it's addressing Satan and Satan's fall and Isaiah, 14 is another one of those, but whenever you read through that section, which is about, I don't know, eight, nine verses, and it talks about the cherub, one of the things it does, and this is what I was taught, was in verse 13, it gets into uh, Satan's covering. It was all these different gemstones and topaz and all these different things, and I was taught that the reason why Lucifer's covering was that was because he was the one that was in the throne, throne room of God, and he would best reflect the glory of God. And I was taught that he was basically the worship leader of heaven, that he that because the glory of God would, would come off him, people would begin to worship. And uh, You mean when he was in his rightful place? Yeah. Before he was fallen? Yeah. Is that true? Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that that was what he was created to do. Now we can get whole whole you know discussion of how he is created to do one thing and then was uh, you know then didn't do it. Mm-hmm. But that's a whole other thing. It, it also says in there that he had violence in his heart and he wanted to be like God. But yeah. uh, I it's just interesting to me that 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 uh, when pastors will teach on why we're supposed to worship God. And the the number one created entity in heaven 
which was supposed to be Lucifer, which is I think it somehow translates into because uh, it, it talks it talks in um, Isaiah about um, about uh, the dawn, like the star of the morning, mm-hmm. which is basically Venus that reflects the in the morning reflects the 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 sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, S S uh, S U N sun reflects the sun in the morning, mm-hmm. and that's what we see as the brightest thing in the in the heavens. Uh, well, that was a Christian word in the sky, not in the heavens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> but when you tie those two together, is is that is that even all the, even the beings in heaven, even the beings that ended up falling from heaven, were created to worship Him. And so, I, I kind of like what you're saying, for all knowing, I I don't understand how a complete being would create so many things that their sole existence really is just to worship, just to worship, just yeah. to worship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's funny how all these years I read those verses, you know, Ezekiel 28, Isaiah 14, you know, um, all of the verses, even in, in revelation and, and everything. And, um, in, I never even thought about that once. Mm-hmm. Nobody even brought that up, you yeah. know, until one day I was listening to a guy, it might've been a YouTube video or a, reading this is you know i don't know 12 13, 14 years ago and some guy goes you know what maybe ezekiel 28 was just about the king of tyre <laughs> you know and you're yeah. like whoa hold on a second you know it's like you know we want to read into it and take all of this stuff and and turn it into something you know um but according but, to scripture i mean it, it refers to you know, anointed, and and this is the ESV anointed guardian cherub. I mean, it, it would it, it being on the mountain of God. Mm-hmm. So it, it would ha- it couldn't be the king of Tyre. It well, had to be representative of something else. I was thinking that, and the guy who said that one time, he goes, "What do you think kings think of themselves?" Yeah, they think they're anointed by God. They think that they're in yeah. that place that they're just as worthy. Anyways, and they require and God. they require worship. They, they require, require worship. Knee. Yeah. So and, you know, describing the king of Tyre in this way is is because the king of Tyre thought himself of this. Yeah. So, but that's just that was something then, and that made me go, hold on a second. Maybe there's more to think about than yeah. just reading these scriptures in a way that everybody just says you're supposed to read them. So, well, it's a, it's a good way to look at something and yeah. think, well, this is what I want it to say. Yeah. But I heard that not just from one pastor or teacher. I heard that from multiple and maybe it's just the circles that I was in because it was, uh, you know, just the, the people that, I mean, I listened to a ton of CDs and, and when podcasts became a thing, podcast and, and I was listening to people, you know, all over the country, and uh, and, and mostly out of Texas, which amazingly is where most of the crazy people are, except for <laughs> one guy, Matt Juliet here. But there, you know, uh, that that's where the crazies are, and that that's you know, uh, the guy that I listened to. That's what he taught of taught about was he was out of Dallas, and uh, Who, the king of Tyre was. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, was but, out of Dallas. Yeah, but it's not spelled T Y R E. It's T I R E. It's the King of Tire. That's where you get your tires. Um, uh, it's funny. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. Yeah. So, but um, but going back to it, the all of the creatures that are described in the Bible, whether in evangel or not evangelical, but angelic or you know 
for the fallen, you know, it's it's interesting that their sole purpose was to only ever carry out, you know, the eternal praise of God all the time. Um, Aren't we supposed to lay our crown at his feet? Yeah, is that's that's later on. That, that's uh, was that in First or Second Thessalonians? I can't remember. Yeah, our third. I can't remember. Or, but yeah, yeah. Anyways, back but, on track. No, 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 no. we're casting. Oh. Yeah, but but I guess the question: casting our our crowns. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> casting crowns. Yeah. Uh, so then the, the question is. Why did God? I mean, we talk when the question is, why does God create crave worship? Obviously, He does because He created everything for the purpose of praising Him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you don't do that, you don't obey me. Then I'm going to torture you forever. Yeah, man, that's a good that's a good deal right there. That's a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, but I don't know why. I don't know why. Why would any God, good God, demand worship of himself, of itself? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Dave, what David was saying, uh, listener, was that according to scripture. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what. Which part? Uh, that God. Do, does require that? Oh yeah! Oh, that. absolutely! Yeah. I'm yeah. not making that up. That's no. I mean, I mean, you weren't saying that you believe that. You were saying that's what Scripture teaches. Yeah, I mean, is God worthy of worship? That's a that's a different different question. Uh, and I think we're probably all three very opinionated on that. And I think you have to discern. You know, we talking about the God of the Bible. We talking about you know what God are we talking about? Uh, you know, I don't know which one exists or any of them exists. But um, as we're talking, I'm, I'm sitting there going, you know, when we use the term God, there's gods in different culture cultures. And I don't, I can't think of a one that doesn't require praise, praises and sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even the, even the, the uh, indigenous people of America, they, they would sacrifice, you know, to the, you know, to the wind or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever this uh, nature or whatever that was. And, and a lot of times that, you know, if, if there was a, not just there, but like Roman gods, if there was a flood, then, you know, you sacrifice people or whatever you do. I don't know about that's Rome, yeah. but, but, but there, there are certain religions, especially back in the ancient world where if there was a flood, then, then you sacrifice to God. If, if there was a drought, you sacrificed to God because you weren't doing something to earn favor from God, and and the the result of that, you have to sacrifice and praise Him. Mm-hmm. And I just go, gosh, that's that's pretty needy. Getting back to last week, that's pretty needy. Yeah, and actually, that brings up a good point. And it's even, you know, um, it's getting something. You know, worship a lot of times, I guess. So you have this needy God that wants to that wants to be praised, and so you do it. And so if God is happy with that, then you then get something in return. What you want, yeah. You get what you want. And <clears throat> do you want your kids to praise you, worship you? Is that what you want out of your kids? No. Well, I beat them in cornhole this weekend. And, um, what in, uh, cornhole 
You never heard of cornhole? You know the bag? The oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cornhole? I just yeah. okay. We and I was wanting them to definitely recognize that I beat them pretty bad. Mm. Okay. So I, the praise there, I actually wanted them. I to. I thought you yeah. said something else that <laughs> it just didn't make sense. I was Corn, like, I, cornhole the game. Okay. No, I yeah, they're just I just didn't yeah. hear correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so, I mean, is that's the real question is, is does does worship praise and worship and all of that is that do we do it because we think we're going to get something out of it? Yeah, and and so back up just one step. So, what do all these religions have in common? Mm-hmm. Once again. Oh, hey. Man. Yeah. You know, where did they all come from? Oh, wait. Man. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so it yeah, it's Completely, you know, you use this word frequently. It's it's transactional. Yeah. And so, what religion is, uh, by my understanding of it, once again, is uh, a system set up by man to manipulate God and manipulate other people. Yeah. And yep. and, and there we have there we have the full circle again. Yeah. We're, we're looking for something new. Yeah. Oh, we landed there again. Yeah. 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 Um, interesting. So, yeah. so if, if God does exist and if God is good, then God would never want you want to be praised. No. And, and, you know, from, uh, my understanding of scripture just and this was the, this was the understanding I came out of. You know, David, you said earlier, hey, you know that all these people were teaching it. Well, that's because they're all reading the same commentary, you know, or or four. Mm-hmm. And so there's nobody, there's nobody that's getting a revelation. Yeah, they're they're you except know, for Joseph Smith. Yeah, they're they are they're all reading the same thing. Just be you know about the day before they go and stand up in front of everybody. And yeah. Uh, and so, uh, but, but my understanding of it, where I came to my understanding was, was kind of in a vacuum. It was me and the Bible. Mm-hmm. And what I gleaned from it was, and you know, I'm sorry for, you know, repeating once again, I say it often. It was, it was humility. Yeah. It was humility. And, you know, not saying your prayers on the street corner and not being the one, you know, that painted your fence white so that you looked great to everybody on the outside yeah. and not, uh, you know, putting others, uh, first. And, and so, yeah, exactly. Nathan, what you're saying, if there's a God, certainly he's not that insecure yeah. or insecure at all. What would he have to be insecure about? It's a good question. Maybe the fact that he created the first time and it kind of screwed up. He had to flood <laughs> right. the whole world. Yes. He <laughs> has go. us. Oh, good answer. He has us to be insecure about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I created these guys. They ate from the fruit and they didn't do that right. And the snake was actually telling the truth. I wasn't. And then, and then I created uh, these beings that came down and had sex with humans and that created a giant race of Nephilim and then had to wipe all them out. But they survived because they appear back when they try to conquest. It just, it's, gosh, when but you think about it. why don't they like me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
you yeah. know, the look on people's faces when you believe that yeah. and you try to explain that to people, the look you go, you know, you get some great looks. Oh yeah. You get some great looks. When yeah. you, when you get as far into a conversation where you say Nephilim yeah. or whatever, <laughs> and you say that word yeah. and you're not referring to the death metal band from uh, Europe, yeah. um, then you get some great looks. Okay, I didn't even know what they existed. Oh That's yeah, a- they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They came you said back. Nephilim. They, yeah. I said it's Nephilim. A big band. Yeah. Oh, okay. They're tall. <laughs> yeah, they're really tall. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> you said Nephilim. I said uh-huh. Nephilim. Yeah, I think well, mine yeah. is probably the, the yeah. Southern draw version yeah, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yours is the Southern draw. Mine's yeah. more uh, original to the uh, Columbus. Uh, to, uh, <laughs> Nephilim. <laughs> and I'm like, Nephilim. Nephilim. Columbus. But, and uh, Nephilim were yeah, big old boys. Italian. What's that? Didn't he speak Italian? Who? Who? Columbus. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. He was, but he was anointed by God to come to America and kill a bunch of people. Mm. But anyways, that yeah. was, was – yeah. He anyways. Was, yeah. Yeah. It's a good question. You know, I think it's a great question because it's something that's required of Christians right out of the gate. And nobody ever asks why. Yeah. You just – everybody just jumps on board and you find yourself being a part of something that um, is very manufactured um, and in fact, it's big business. It's, it's very all, big business. Yes, it's all part of the grift. Yeah. It's one of the uh, – you know, it's, it's – all it takes is – you know, all it takes to get to heaven or all it takes to be saved is just this one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this. <laughs> and this, yeah, that's but right. then you gotta, but you're not, hold on. You're wh- not there wh- yet. Yeah. Nope. Uh, you really need to come back here every week. Yeah. Because we're going to reveal this to you. Yeah. Over time. Yeah. There's no way you can absorb it all. You know what I thought was so funny that when people would talk about offering tithes and offerings and they would say, Oh, well your tithe is one number. But your offering is in, is above. Oh the gosh! <laughs> and you're like, you know, you know, it's just kind of like that first time I ever I ever heard that. I was just like, my gosh, are you a Jim Baker wannabe or what? You know, it's like it's just like it's just a constant droning ask of money from people. Yeah. Just give me money, give me money, give me money, and. um yeah. And, and a lot of pastors, it becomes give me praise, give me praise, yeah. give me, that's you right. know, because that's the you don't have to put them on a pedestal; they're already on it. Yeah, and they got a step ladder; they're getting. I mean, it's like the Tower of mm-hmm. Babel or Babel. If it's <laughs> mm-hmm. what is Babel? Uh, what's that group? Mumford and Sons. They have a song called Babel. Always bothered me. Should have yeah. been Babel. Yeah. Huh. Uh, can Are I read? Some, can I read something for you guys? This is not yeah. of the Bible. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, sure. Go ahead. And guess what this is? Words. Yeah, it is. Put in order. You'll, you'll, order. you'll know this. Jim, you will know this more than likely from the first line of this. And you will too, Nathan. I didn't, I didn't mean mm-hmm. to discriminate. When we've been there 10,000 years, bright, bright shining, shining as, as the, sun, the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than we're, when we first, first begun. begun. And that is the final verse mm-hmm. of uh, Diary of a Madman by Ozzy. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, yeah. No, that's the final verse of Amazing Grace. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that, I mean, that is the 
most famous of all hymns, I, I was thinking Christendom, mm-hmm. uh, and that's the way the hymn ends. And so the whole religion is built around praise, worship. And, th- you know, that that verse is basically you're there 10,000 years, man. You, you got a bunch more. You got a bunch more left because it's for eternity. Eternity. Yeah. And why would God ask to be worshipped for eternity? Yeah. Good question. That wouldn't get old after a while. I mean, it'd have to. I mean, again, it's the whole concept of eternity. It, you know, doesn't make sense in the first place because you can't comprehend it. Well, heck, I grew up in a Baptist church. You couldn't. You you sang that thing that that uh, amazing grace and it was it was always the first third and fourth verses. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, you you couldn't. It's it's ironic that the very verse you're, the this the song that has that verse in it about praising for for uh, for ten thousand years actually mm-hmm. forever. We couldn't even sing the whole song in the service. I mean, <laughs> it's too much. Yeah, but hey, for eternity. Yeah, I don't know. That's it's a great thought, and um, man, I I disagree with it. I don't think um, if God exists, God doesn't care about praise at all, because any being that would be sacrificial um, of themselves to other meaning, and I don't mean being a sacrifice. I mean going. You care more than me. Yeah. Any any being that would that would be of that mindset um, would never ask for worship one or even accept it if it was trying to happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it just doesn't make any, it makes, it just doesn't make any sense. And so <clears throat> again, I think that that Jim, your point is correct, that it's all, that's all just part of that man-made system because I think that's, you know, men, you know, mankind, human beings have this thing inside of them that want to, you know, they wrestle with, What's after this? Yeah. Well, just remember, Nathan, there's a God-shaped vacuum in every one of us. I thought it was whole. Is it whole? Yeah. I thought (laughs) (laughs) Is it a Kirby or like a dirt devil? No, it's a a God-shaped hole in all of us. (laughs) Vacuum. Well, it just sucks everything in. (laughs) God-shaped thing that if you don't worship God, everything in your life will just yeah, suck in and, yeah. and go do a blizzard. Tiffany Arbuckle would be totally appalled. I don't She's know the one who is. wrote that song. Oh, really? Yeah, and sang it. Okay. I didn't even know. Does it have attachments? <laughs> is that a brush? <laughs> oh, oh, that was awesome. Boy, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> do we need to... Oh, oh no! Oh, I know I'm oh, on no. this one. Yeah, no. Gosh, where's Peyton Manning when you need him? Oh man! Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. So next up, why do, maybe the next thing is why is he worthy of worship? I don't know. Yeah. 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 Or why does he put a vacuum inside of us? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, well, hey. talking, about, talking about devolving. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, thanks for joining us. Um, join the conversation at uh, at our Instagram page, our, our Twitter page, our website. Uh, anywhere you'd like to to 
jump in if you have thoughts on this. Maybe you have a better answer or a better thought than than we certainly did. <laughs> than I just did. We'd love uh, to hear it. Yeah. Um, and if anybody comments and says that episode sucks, based on my comment about the vacuum, uh, we need to, I get what you just we did. Need there. to bar yeah. bar them from the uh, <laughs> from, from the yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not, that's not effective worship there. Yeah. All right. Great rest of your week. Thanks for listening. Our greatest hope for this podcast is for you to join the conversation. You can do so at that'squestionable.com, that's questionable podcast on Instagram, or that's question one on Twitter. Views and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of those casting the pod.